Hey, you're listening to the Speaking of Music podcast. Hey, y'all. We're, We're back. back. <laughs> with a very exciting bonus episode. It is The Rabbit Hole by Ash. If you are not a fake fan, you know we covered Ashlyn. And we had so much fun doing that episode that we were like, we just need more Ash on this podcast. So I thought, you know... Instead of doing just one of the moral of the story EPs or both or anything like that, we circle back to her debut EP, The Rabbit Hole, and had a lot of fun with it. And we're going to have a lot of fun with this episode. This is super exciting because I have a lot to say. <laughs> okay, babe. let's dive right in with our background info. So... The Rabbit Hole was Ash's debut EP, and it was released June 22nd, 2018, and it has seven tracks, and the single was Choirs. Okay. As it should be. So why don't we start with our rankings? Wow, you didn't forget this time. I was about to say, let's start with Choirs, and I changed halfway through. (laughs) Don't be fooled. I'll start with my rankings. My rankings are We Get High, Choirs, Wrong Side of Myself, Sometimes People Suck, Afterlife, Someone to Lose, and Real Love. Mine are We Get High, Choirs, Afterlife, Wrong Side of Myself, Real Love, Sometimes People Suck, and Someone to Lose. And mine are We Get High, Afterlife, Wrong Side of Myself, Someone to Lose, Choirs, Sometimes People Suck, and Real Love. Let's start with We Get High. It's just such a unique sound, just off the bat. When I first listened to it, I was not expecting to hear this sound from this EP. I mean, when I listened to this EP, the only song really I had heard was Moral of the Story. And then someone was like, oh, Ash is great. You should listen to her. And I was looking at where to start. And I was like, okay, well, let's start at the very beginning. It's the very best place to start. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so when I was listening, I was like, wow, this EP is such a good sound everything about it the tracks are very diverse in terms of sound but they all strangely kind of fit together into this ep Mm -hmm. and i mean it's very ash and i didn't even know a lot of what you sounded like after but i was like yeah this is very ash okay so lyrically um we get high is not my favorite song lyrically choirs is my favorite song but musically we get high is my favorite song. Musically, it's just so unique that there's just no way you can't put it first. It is very old timey for me, just the way that the melody is structured. Yeah. And you know, after listening to Ashlyn, it's not surprising at all. I mean, Ashley's- obviously Sophia listened to this before Ashlyn came out, but for me and Anusha, we listened to Ashlyn first. And then we So we kind it's kind of a different perspective because it's very evident from a lot of her music that she takes a lot of influences from the 60s. The 60s. I was about to say that Ash is so heavily inspired by the past, especially the 60s. And she likes to bring in those orchestra type moments in all of her songs and to have the the brass and trumpets. the trumpets and everything in We Get High is it just makes for such a feel good song. And even though they're talking about some not very nice feel-good things, (laughs) I mean, I don't know how else to put it. It's like no one's at our shows, you know, like sometimes life is getting you down. Nothing's going wrong. But, you know, we make make the best out of a bad time here. Don't do drugs, kids. I don't do 
doing drugs. <laughs> okay. No, but I think that that's why I got so heavily into Ash's music is because of those influences that she draws from different eras and how she incorporates that into her music so seamlessly. Also, she does so well with getting you into the song and fading out of the song. Yeah. Intros, outros, everything. Okay, guys, the song that this ends with a Yeah, and usually that's like a no for me, but it was a yes. It was, it was cute. It's it was cute. really it's cute. Really cute. It's like when Taylor at the end of Say Say Say, she goes, This is yeah. so fun. Like it gives the same energy or like the laugh in Hey Steven. Like yeah. Yeah. it gives the same like cute energy to it. So I agree. Your watch goes off at the most random time. It's telling me to move. <laughs> All right, let's start with, I mean, let's move on to Choirs. Yeah, I was going to say. Choirs, for the longest time, was my favorite song until I went to, it was my favorite Ash song, until we went to re-rank this, and I was like, oh, wait oh, a second. Wait a minute. Um, but I think I attached so much to the idea and yeah. that kind of like, repeat type of everyday all day thing that goes on in the chorus so fun i love it so much and the verses the first verse like right off the bat in the champagne drought i lost my mind so i started smoking cigarettes with boxed wine very not good habits but not not good habits but no the imagery is we're bringing it up so she's talking about you know Ash is a wine mom, for lack yeah. of better terms. No, and she, like, resembles one very, very strongly. Yeah, um, she's true. very confident in her style of music, her style of clothing, her style of being, almost. Mm-hmm. And that is reflected in her work. And she's talking about it in the verses. You know, this happened. I did all these things. And she's saying my neighbors were like, hey, your music sucks. But, you know, she knew she she was going to make it eventually. But and she, she's embracing it through this song. And, yeah. you know, the choir's in her head, for lack of better words. And the there are, yeah, there are so many really good concepts in this. Number one, I put my dreams in bottles knowing they would float. That's a good lyric. Don't want to be another blonde doll on the shelf. I was going to bring up that one. Oh, because... She bleached her own hair. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, that's All a different love, story. it looks lovely, Ash. <laughs> we I, like the blondes. We it do. Can stay. But, I mean. <laughs> she did adjust the lyric in. Do we want to move on to Afterlife? Sure, because I have such an attachment to Afterlife. Okay, you go first. It's the first song on the EP, so it's it definitely, you know, sends you down the rabbit hole. And it starts with that lyric, that curious go down the rabbit hole. I also like the the Willy Wonka reference. Mm -hmm. I love that. Chewing on time like a chocolate bar. That might be That's one of my favorites. It might be my favorite Ash lyric ever. I was thinking about it. It's something that stands out to me so much. Chewing on time like a chocolate bar. And the way she says chocolate is so, yeah. like, chew, fun. Like, the way she says chewing and chocolate, chocolate. And she has that, like, twang to it. I think it's, it's, it's such a standout to me. Right from the beginning, she makes an impression on you when you first listen to this EP. Yeah. So obsessed with, like, the cover very cool it's like it's a good color scheme going on I like it. yeah she's a good vibe going on she always does this is true she like chooses person. an aesthetic and like sticks with it for every era that she does and her eras like they're not even necessarily that different in terms of like style mm, yeah. they're not it's but... just the way she presents that style yeah. through her art this is true and 
listening to Ashlyn first and then going back to her older stuff, you can see how much she's grown as a lyricist, as a vocalist. I know, I agree. And I'm not, obviously this is her first work and it, it really only gets better from this one, but it's not like this one was bad. This one was incredible. I'm yes, like, it, gets it just, better it just than this. goes up from here. And it's great to see that she just loves everything that she does yeah when i first listened to this ep i was like there's no way anything is topping this like she this is such a solid concept and everything that's going around it and then you start listening to moral of the story parts one and two and Mm -hmm. she introduces these new sounds that you haven't heard yet and then you get to ashlyn which i would i mean i waited for the release of that a little more anticipation and she she throws this new kind of very Ashlyn sound for, for a lack of better terminology. Yeah. Everything she does is so, even though she samples things and she takes things from other styles, she makes it her own in a way that you listen and you just you know it's her voice, you know her sound. And no matter which way she changes it, it's undeniably her style. I agree. There's really no one doing it the way she's doing it. And, you know, I hate to say that, but it's true. It's the truth. You know, it's like no one does it like she does. Well, I'd hope not. I mean, it's the point of an original style, but she is. She's she's a moment. No, she's like extraordinary. Everything she does is extraordinary because of the amount of training and work and time she puts into every piece. Yeah, and love. So much love into everything that she does. All right, we should talk about Wrong Side of Myself because that's this song too. another actually Great all of these concept. are inc- all of these all are incredible. Of- so I can't I love how she just had concepts down from the beginning. She already she, just had great songs. Yeah, concepts. she nailed it from the beginning. Well, I mean, you have to keep in mind, she didn't start making releasing music at 14. You know, she went to school. That's true. That's she learned true. what she was doing. She found a group of people to work with and and she did it. And that is you know, I mean, there are so many ways to get started on your career, but that is such a solid way to go and not kind of taking this jump just because you've ridden a wave of fame to just start putting things out there. The time and the work is really evident here. That's so true. All right, so let's talk about Wrong Side of Myself. I think the way the pre-course builds mm-hmm. um up to this final line and then you get this really soft but baby baby, i just keep driving me crazy you know and then the you know everyone's trying to save me they're all on my side they're all trying to save me but i'm on the wrong side of myself you know i'm kind of the problem here and working against myself because you know maybe you're not in a good place and then the beat drop comes in it's just such a soothing song to talk about such a heavy topic topic in such a a way that people can understand it. That's so Almost. true. Yeah, she she doesn't. It's a great way to ex to keep the complicated feelings simple. Yeah, and it's it's part of her her charm, I think, to kind of give people an idea of exactly how she's feeling because she doesn't dress it up in a way that you have to 
pull it apart mm-hmm. to get to the root of yeah. it, to get to the root of a concept. She lays it out for you in a metaphor that allows you to kind of correlate it with an experience or a moment in your own life because everything she does is relatable in a way to an extent, even though you might not know of what she's talking about exactly. It, you can definitely figure it out. And I think that's why a lot of people like her. Um, everything she does is super genuine and relatable yeah in a good way (laughs) like some people write about the same concepts over and over and over again and I mean she writes about she's written multiple love songs or multiple songs about you know her thoughts and her processes but every one is such a unique instance and idea that she focuses on to allow someone to understand how she's feeling in the moment and why yeah i completely agree and that's what makes her style so successful that's why it just works so well for her yeah let's talk about real love because you guys both have it last and we were talking about this i was really upset about putting it last and i was i was playing around with these rankings for a little bit and i was trying to make the rankings in a way that real love wasn't last and it wasn't working out so I had it last, and then I was like, wait a, wait a minute, no. Um, let's move it. And I moved it up two spaces. Mm-hmm. I'm really tempted to. Like, I don't know how to do these rankings such that real love isn't last. That's Yes, that's basically the issue. And I think the way I moved it is because of the way the chorus resonates with me and the way the sound kind of moves, like, yeah. upwards and up. It just makes you feel a certain way. And but the emotion in it is kind of why and the tone of her voice in, you know, the everybody, 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 mm-hmm. and the way she moves it up. It's so soft and so gentle and, and, and gorgeous. And that's why I kind of moved it up a little bit because of that moment in the chorus. I the first time I listened to this, I for some reason in my mind correlated it so heavily with Royals by Lord. Oh my god, I was about <laughs> to say I this sounds like a Lord song. Song, yeah. And <laughs> I had my Lord, my goth Lord era in like 2013. It was a good time. And this song is so good because not only am I like connecting the melody to something else, but like also it's just really well done. The production, the way she can harmonize and create these layers for herself, which it's a hard thing to do and she knows how to do it. I want to point out the pre-chorus because yeah. at pre-chorus we all go through the same and then she just lists the bad and things it, that and, we go through. Right, and it's not, it's very blunt. Like, it's just boom, boom, boom. This is what we all go through. Maybe yeah. in a different way. Maybe not yeah. the same experiences. But it brings back to this topic I feel very strongly about that, you know, nothing is original. Every, all of the stories have been being told over yeah. and over and over again. And sometimes, you know, a fresh perspective is what you need, not a new experience. And she really takes these fresh perspectives on everything, you know? Yeah, and I think we were discussing this a little bit during our Ashlyn episode. But what Ash does is she is, she just says it as it is. Like, she doesn't make you think about these really deep and twisted metaphors. She just says it. And she gets her point across. And she somehow also does that in a way that's artistic and right it's flowy because, because the metaphors are easy to figure easy to out. figure right. out it's right. it's not she's right in the middle right she doesn't make complicated 
layered deep metaphors but and her lyrics also, aren't basic but she also yeah she also doesn't have basic lyrics she's right in the middle where her metaphors are they're very strong comparisons but they're not like layered deep you can tell exactly what she's trying to say with them she doesn't use so many words to talk about one thing every line is there for a reason and every line means something different it's not like the whole song is all one thing and you unlayer everything throughout line by line by line right and you know then you get these standout lyrics that make you think and they make you we talked about it a lot in the Ashlyn episode her lyrics make you think but you can understand them right off the bat you understand what she's talking about and then you think about the implications of what she's saying and you think about you know the intent behind the words and you know kind of gives you a life lesson at the end almost all right let's talk about someone to lose i love this song. oh my goodness oh my god this song is incredible the the intro the intro matching the outro yes that and <laughs> just the chorus you could love me like i'm your someone to lose that's incredible and obviously um you know i just said that not everyone no one has a truly original experience because of like the set of emotions that follow mm-hmm. each experience but here she's talking about love which is something people can relate to and you know never being that first choice um never being the obvious one but being the right one and i think it's a very interesting way to put it you could love me like i'm your someone to lose because you've never thought about losing me before but now you have so let's let's fall in love and i mean everything that she references and everything that she says is so is told beautifully and from the perspective of someone who is in love and that's what makes this song so lovely yeah and you know these fragments of time these fragments of memories i always love it when a song does that i bring this up quite a lot but these like moments in time i'm picturing us in a strawberry field let's dance to bowie like i left you a note on the hood of your car it's these like one-liners and i really like that And then the outro being, you know, like, now you've got someone to lose. You've been trying to find this great love, this this someone to lose. But I'm here. Now you have someone to lose. I'm right here. Yeah. And it's it's not pick me, but it's it's (laughs) definitely putting yourself Uh, out there. (laughs) Okay. We're going to wrap this off with sometimes people suck. It's true. This is true. Um, But again, another concept that i really enjoyed and she's right sometimes people do suck and she's framed this idea in a really good way it's like hey now hey now sometimes people suck i know it's all over in a minute pretty soon you'll forget it it's because the way she is trying the message she's trying to put out is not like people suck you people i hate people type message it's like people sometimes people suck and you just have to deal with it and this song reminds me a lot of i'm fine yes also by ash (laughs) in her album ashlyn and it's like a similar type of thing i don't know i just really like when it's like but in the difference the difference there is like she's like ah you need to get over it yeah no i mean i'm saying like in the sense that melodically melodically and also the themes that 
the theme that it's something we can all relate to. Yeah. Despite your age, despite, you know, what experiences you've been through, people suck. I also correlate this one there. It's um, it's the lies and the cheats driving from the backseat. My dad always says backseat driver. <laughs> My dad always brings it up. And, you know, Gabby's learning to drive. <laughs> but he's always like, hey, stop driving from the backseat. He's like, you do not put yourself in the, you know, the, the drive, like the passenger seat to instruct the student driver. So shut up from the backseat. You're making her nervous. <laughs> but I think it's very funny. He always calls her a backseat driver. So when she said that, I was like, <sighs> you know, sometimes people suck, but Ash, you don't suck. <laughs> I agree. So let's we have so much love. Episode. So much love. And if you haven't listened to any Ash, first of all, why are you here at the end of our episode without having listened to a single song? But definitely listen to this. Even first, I would say it's a good intro to her. Very catchy. Nothing to needing to be eased into. Just one straight listen. There's seven and it's incredible EP. songs. Yeah. It's an EP. I'm it's saying, short. you know, this, this could be your intro to Ash if you've made it this far. But thank you guys so much for listening to this bonus episode. If you want to see any other bonus episodes on any EPs, let us know. We have so much fun talking about them. Make sure to follow our Instagram at the Speaking of Music Podcast and our TikTok at Speaking of Music Podcast. And as always, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.